Well, hello. Welcome back to Be Dream Do. It's great to be back with you again today. Uh, today, we're going to have a reflection on Stuart Dessen, uh, founder and CEO of Lumina Learning. Uh, and um, he has actually, it's Dr. Stuart uh, Dessen. Uh, he has his PhD in psychology. Uh, she had a very, very interesting uh, story to share with us. You know, he said that at the age of 20, that he couldn't even spell psychology. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was fascinated with numbers and, um, uh, and analyzing things. Yeah, yeah, taking a scientific approach to the things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, he you know, got really fascinated with, with airplanes. He ended up getting a job with British Airways. And it was there where British Airways um, had, a, had a culture of developing its people and helping people understand how to develop others and a coaching culture. So he got really excited about that. And later on, uh, he explained how in his life, all these things kind of converged, came together, and he created Lumina Learning. Um, Sean, what stands out uh, for you in our conversation with Stuart? So definitely, he, he was just talking about how, you know, he started with the numbers, and then he realized how much, um, how important it is to invest in people and relationships and how that plays a huge role in business and and um and understanding people and how they connect understanding strengths and weaknesses and he talked about you know uh we have sort of preconceived thoughts when it comes into the science of it like oh you're an extrovert versus an introvert people always think extroverts good or you know things like that and he just really dove into it and understanding the science of it and how we all have different strengths so we all need to embrace that and we just need to find a way to connect with each other. Yeah, well said, Sean. Very, very well said. You know, he shared with us how he started his own journey on self-awareness. And one of the things that he discovered was is that he was really much more of an introvert than he thought he was. Now, he did say that overall he still considers himself more of an extrovert. But what was really interesting, to, to piggyback on what you just said here, Sean, and that is he was very attracted to the discussion of the biases that we have, and that, in fact, in many uh, situations, being an extrovert was a behavior that was sought after, and being an introvert was something that you wanted to perhaps avoid. And in fact, he tried to really, um, he endeavored to focus on uh, creating uh, an assessment that uh, was not bias related that the one behavior was not superior to another that's not to say that there aren't certain uh, situations jobs where one behavior would better suit you for that moment but it's not the same as saying that oh you're an introvert or you're an extrovert and you're put into a corner mm-hmm. he didn't like that at all he didn't like being put into a corner at all yeah he he talked about how you can be introverted about one thing and then extroverted about something else yeah, yeah. and then also just along the lines of self-awareness, how um, at work we're in this state of obligation mm. and in, in this path of understanding and of self-awareness, you, you open the doors of, what did he, how do you put it, willingness and willingness choice? Willingness and choice, yeah, yeah exactly. Willingness and choice yeah. and how people can be more productive living right. in that place right that yeah i think you know not only more productive but just plain happier mm-hmm. uh you know when we are able to leverage um our um, disposable our, our our energy that's available to us and invest that in things that we want to do that's a much more engaging experience than saying oh geez i gotta do this yeah right something you're not good at yeah yeah 
And, uh, you know, it, it's really interesting. Um, so he kept bringing, coming back to this willing and willingness and choice that, that you just mentioned, Sean, mm-hmm. about how important that was really in terms of finding, um, the, you know, the best in people, the brilliance in people and, uh, leading that leading to purpose. And so that whole journey of really trying to better understand how to be happy uh, was it actually started on self-awareness, better understanding who we are. And he kept using that word purpose. He kept coming back to that. And, um, and then in that space, being able, uh, being able to dream. He, he, it's interesting. When we asked him, he says, so how, do, how does this Lumina Spark tool help us in, in the discussion around the dream piece? Because he certainly said it very applicable to be. Mm-hmm. And he said, look, if you're in that compliance and obligation, right, and there's a lot of stress and there's a lot of conflict, you're not predisposed to dream. Yeah, you can't dream in that space. Yeah, yeah. yeah I remember that. Yeah, and, um, and then when we talked about, you know, really – how did you move into the do piece? Um, something he said it was really interesting, and that is he depended upon feedback mm-hmm. to make sure that what he was doing was in alignment with the things that he was saying. Uh, and he would share with friends his aspirations, his dreams around the Lumina and what he wanted to do with it. And he would get open and candid feedback from his family when he didn't walk the talk. And so he made a very interesting uh, point that when we put ourselves out there, we also need to be very open to feedback and not be defensive uh, about it, although that might be a first natural response to really embrace it and to thank people for the feedback that they give. And that really helps uh, our do, all right? In other words, the actions that we take align with who we are. All the while, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, no, go ahead. And that's all the while... Um, focusing on your purpose. He said Absolutely. your dream yeah. is is more about focusing in, on your purpose mm-hmm. of your be, mm-hmm. and that you do that while you're you're doing it. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's uh, it's purpose bound, uh, very very purpose bound. So one of the things, uh, and I know this is really more about you know the be dream do and you know how he's been able to really live his life by design. So again, as he admitted at the age of twenty, he did not set out to be a psychologist. And one of the things though is they did is he allowed things to evolve, and so it was kind of like one thing at a time. And so first the numbers, then the planes, then the people. Right. So planes, uh, people, planes, excuse me, numbers, planes, and people, right, is kind of how he evolved. And then when he talked about Lumina, he actually said, you know, we started out, you know, small, we got some supporters, you don't do anything without involving other people, right? Mm -hmm. He said that was really important. But then after that, it was basically just one step at a time, one step at a time. And he had some, you know, early adopters, but, um, you know, the larger organizations that he had hoped uh, to influence, you know, uh, were slower in coming on board because, quite frankly, um, it's like moving a big ship. They're more conservative in nature. And so um, now today there are several large organizations in the world that are using the Lumina Spark. But a fascinating story about how he was attracted to using colors, mm-hmm. you know, to depict the behaviors. Do you remember that, uh, Sean? Yeah, the colors and the numbers. Yeah, and the whole thing is, is that, you know, I think it was in, during the interview you said it was something that was kind of messy, right? And, and so um, the fact that it was messy 
you know, it's expressive. He, it's expressive, and at the same time, you know, he said, "Well, we're all kind of messy inside, you know, yeah. a little bit, uh, beautiful and yet messy." So we're not black or white. We're basically assembly of a lot of different colors, and um, and he actually experimented by throwing paint on a wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it took an artist uh, several attempts to finally get it down right to, to actually the colors that they use in the luminous uh, spark uh, application. So just very, very fascinating. I found the interview with um, uh, Dr. Stewart does an absolutely inspirational. would encourage you to listen to it, um, uh, the whole interview. Uh, very, very, um, very um, ins- inspirational. Sean, any departing comments on your side? Yeah, he just uh, one last thing is just that how we always talk about if you're building a team to focus, uh, make sure you don't get you don't hire everybody the same as you to make That's sure you focus on building teams that people are different from you and embracing the paradox. Um, Absolutely. Because that's that's where you're going to get some real uh, real things done. You'll, you'll get different voices, different ideas, and it just be a lot more successful. Yeah, very well said, Sean. And with that, thank you all very much for joining us. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, do what you love. And love what you do. Stay tuned until next week. We will have yet another reflection. <laughs>